Ya tú Sleep last week. There we go. I was like so high and, and I, don't, I don't think you said four words the whole thing. The no, whole I said time. above ten. She was eating the whole time. <laughs> she, she was just eating and okay, watching us. I got Ya tú sabes, ya tú sabes, estamos aquí en otro episodio de... Ya tú sabes. Ya tú sabes. Ya tú sabes. Ya tú and we got J2PA up in the house over here. What's going on, guys? He's our special guest tonight. Yo, thank you to thank uh, Make-A-Wish Foundation for making this happen. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I wanted. Uh, um, so what are we talking about, guys, uh, today? So first of all, uh, we, as you said, we got a special guest. Right here from Las Vegas, aka from Philly, aka Philadelphia. Puerto Rico and Cuba, you know what I'm saying? Representing the Latinos in the house. Mm -hmm. Um I think what we want to know is more about J Truth. Like what what's who is who is J Truth? Oh Lord, y'all got four hours right now? I'm Man, I'm a complex guy. Y'all too savvy, guys. <laughs> y'all too savvy, guys. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm, be I'm, better off, I'm better off on asking questions rather than just sitting here and blabbing about myself. What is specifically y'all want to ask? Well, actually, so when I, because we actually didn't know J-Truth was going to be on tonight. It was kind of like a last minute last thing. Minute. And I was like, you know what? I was going to save him for another episode. But I think that we've been just kind of like bullshitting a lot with each other lately. So I was like, you know what? It's probably time to bring on a guest. So I was like, yo, what you doing tonight? And he's like, let's go. Let's get it. Because I had asked him previously already. And he was busy. He was like, no, it's too short notice. You know, I got stuff to do or whatever. So well, this was just as, just as much of short notice. But I was ready for this one. No, I think I no, I think the other one was like literally an hour before. Yeah, I was like, hey, you just want to come on and you know talk about some shit. And he was like, save me for the next one, mommy. <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah. I so really here, you yeah, know, but it's so. pretty cool. When I actually told uh, the boys that I was having you on, you all was like, yo, J Truth. Yeah. He was like, so he told me a fun fact about the way that you guys actually met. Let me hear. Yeah. So he was actually telling me like when he was working at Foot Locker and stuff that you used to come in there. Oh, and you guys used to talk about the music. one, the one uh, Boulevard Mall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I was how, like, well, how many years ago was that? Like two, three, four, four years the ago. Last time, last time I seen you was probably been like that. It's been like maybe three years, four years. Yeah. man. And then I quit Full Locker right before quarantine type of shit. Yeah, right, I, that's I was, right. You did say that before. Yeah, I was behind bars. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, he was in the uh, county's uh, finest, right? Yeah, I was yeah, county's yeah, yeah. finest. I was there for a minute, man. Damn. Yeah. So it's been like three years. Yeah, it's been like three years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I quit. I quit that. So it's interesting now to see you guys reunite, you know, unsuspectedly, and uh, kind of see where you're both at in your careers compared to like when Go you were when you met, met. You know. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's, it's been so how? What do you think? 
I think that, I think uh, I believe in divine timing. So if we're coming together now, we I can obviously see that he's elevated with the, with the right people around him. I've elevated with the right people around me. I just never expected to be around so many Puerto Ricans today, which yeah. is awesome. Oh, yeah. Which is awesome. Oh, yeah. And like I said, we're missing one, so shout out to Ciara, you know, ya está, ya en el PR. Brisa, she sent us pictures of Brisa in the sunset in Puerto Rico. I can hear the coquita in the background. She's crazy. I'm like, damn, you're in Puerto Rico for real, for real. Yeah, for real, yo. Great payaso. Let's get into it. So, what, else, what would you like to know? Well, actually, Yoel is the one that said he actually had some questions for you. Oh my yeah. God! Now, uh, <laughs> now, I just want—I just want to know—not enough for me, but like for the people, because most of us know like where you come from, where you at, mm. and what you do as an artist. Right, like, you're like, Puerto Rican. You come from Philly. Yeah, but yeah, the Yakuza people—they don't know. So it's right. like right. just a small summary of like who did who did. That's it. Um, I am. An exciting, weird, transparent human being that likes to make music and do a lot of crazy shit. And I'm open to like opportunity. I've done a lot of good things with, with being open and I've done a lot of fucked up things that got me in a lot of trouble. But getting in trouble a lot taught me how to be a better person, not just as a parent, but as a human being. Got better energy now. You know, I've embraced a lot of my Latino side and... And, and, and use that as my way of performance and just being a spicy, yeah. electric individual, which has got me this far, you know, whether it's social media or just with friends or kicking it with my sister for these last few years since we've known each other since the beginning of my move. Yeah, I've yeah, known yeah. Her. absolutely. So it's been about seven years now. So speaking of being Latino, and since this is definitely a Latino podcast um, for the Latino people, especially here in Vegas, so how do you feel, what's like the, what keeps you balanced and divide and kind of like the division that you feel being a Latino, being a Puerto Rican, but doing kind of like English pop music, making, you know, like hip hop, rapping, you know, and then the especially... Same question should be asking to you too. I mean, yeah, but I actually I speak fluent Spanish. Yeah. I spoke Spanish first. That's my first language. Yeah. I read, write, and speak Spanish. So Jay, Jay I, understands, I, I, he understands most of it. I predominantly do English on yeah. music, but I think with me, what I liked about my transition and what I took from it, we all got how people, how other artists, you know, they adopted Spanish culture into oh, yes. their music and then navigated yes. it that way. I'm doing it in a way where I'm still doing like, like uh, a big fan of Charlie Puth. I'm doing a lot of funk, <laughs> yeah, you know, disco yeah. funk uh, <laughs> melodies and uh, you know. So you're not you're not breaking music. out of your style no, to incorporate. No, I'm just incorporating Spanish yeah. elements. No, and, into it, my and, music. and it shows because like right. I told you, I listened to your song like on the way in the elevator, and that shit like you can't tell that like you don't speak Spanish or like you're not fluent in Spanish. Like it comes out clean and it blends well the way that you're like delivering it. In the music. You know what's funny? To what me, he's saying is you don't have an accent. You have an oh my accent. god, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. No, that's good. That's good. That's good. That's You know, getting. I'm a prince. Getting, getting, yeah. Yeah. getting into like the whole bringing like Spanish elements into like English pop culture, you know, for, even just for myself. Like, obviously, in my lady's proof, like, I'll sit there and I'll study. I'm not the biggest fluent in Spanish, so I've practiced words and phrases over and over again, and I got myself, 
I got myself to a place to now speak a lot more fluidly, but still not change my dynamic of music. I still wanted to keep the same freestyle, raw, edgy element that I've learned from back in the streets. Yeah, that's, that's your, but instead of like, your, oh, because I'm essence. Puerto Rican, I'm going to go straight to doing Spanish. No, I wanted to bring Spanish elements into like my, my disco pop funk pop yeah. rock. Yeah. And yeah. rather than vice versa, how most others would do it, they'll, like, they'll get this whole full Spanish feature, or they'll do a full Spanish record that's pop or etc. I just wanted to keep the English element, but use certain Spanish phrases. That way, no matter the audience that's at my shows, white, black, Japanese, whoever, there's always going to be a, 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 a line or two that they're going to be able to say in the crowd that now like, integrates oh, no, them and gets them a part of, my, of the Spanish culture. Mm -hmm rather than just doing a full Spanish record, and I think it's been working out for me, especially as a freestyle artist. But I'm just it a does, it works. fucker either way, man. It works. It sounds good. So. I'm a que lo que hay type of person. Que lo que hay, que lo que hay. That's dope, man. That's dope. That's dope. No, yeah, I, I would say if I would categorize or uh, say how would you describe, it's definitely like that. Like You definitely have started uh, incorporating that Spanish vibe into that like that pop world pop, and i yeah. say if you can definitely break through that barrier and be the first one to do to really establish that that i think that would be beautiful i mean what's his name bad bunny said it in an interview i think he wanted to fuse like two uh one interview he was talking about uh integrating like like uh two different sounds together and uh, two different genres of music because he just believes in his his message for people yeah, and and he's very he's gotten very androgynous lately as well and very free with his with his sexuality on stage <laughs> yeah, himself, as well as his music. I'm pretty much doing a similar thing at at, at my level. You about to start kissing dudes on stage? No, definitely <laughs> not. Yeah. Jay's pretty androgynous though. I'm but I'm very but I'm very I'm androgynous. Just, I'm just yeah. asking that because that's what dresses and stuff. No, no, no. Who does wear dresses and heels? No, so and. <laughs> No, yeah. not a not dracula. No, what is androgynous? Oh, really? no. Androgynous just means like a person who like, feels like love is fluid. You yeah, know? Like, like to me, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I don't got too much pride and ego, like you know, labels, to, to like be this stuff, yeah. big man at a party. Like and there's I, no labels. And I, I learned that, I learned that by watching people while I was behind bars. And what I mean by that is like when I'm behind bars, all I got is a number and my my real name. I'm not, I can't hide behind J Truth PA or have any accolades in jail. It's who I become in there. But I've saw so many men who claim to be this big tough guy, blame the system, blame other people, blame their ex, blame the court, blame the judge, and never took responsibility. And it was like always this like insecure uh, presence that they masked with being the big top dog in jail. To me, I took that when I left and got out of prison, was just like, yo, I'm just gonna be free and in an open spirit. I'm still a man at the end of the day and I embrace who I am as, as a masculine energy, but I'm not afraid to tap into the feminine energies that make me who I am too. We all got it, just some of us are scared to go there because we think it's, it's gay this or it's titled by this. I'm just a free human being. Not saying I'm gonna go, to me, I don't agree with me wearing no heels and kissing dudes and all that other <laughs> stuff, but I'm not afraid to say certain things or act a certain way. With, and not feel uncomfortable and I'll do it in a way that is comedic so people laugh and that's yeah. why my show on Fremont has gotten so big and people call me the king of Fremont because I went from having one day yes I went from I just went from you know just doing things a certain way and having this certain ego and pride and then once I separated that and made it about People, fat, skinny, black, white, short, tall, doesn't no matter. matter. Who was in the Making mm -hmm. people feel, feel comfortable. Good. Yeah, it's just knowing yourself. Yeah, I just yeah. know well enough to know how far I'm willing to go. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just really cool with like the feminine parts of me that make me 
Jonathan Williams. Well, you yeah, are, right. Yeah, exactly. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, right not now, at all. Right now, the shit, most Puerto Ricans have hella family and shit. Right, right, right. Well, I mean, you just gotta think our culture is very open. Yeah. Like, very... Like, not, masculine. Not, it, it it's a masculine. To, it, used, it used to be very, very masculine. Even, like, even in... No, it's a masculine culture. But what I'm saying is, even our, the way, like, salsa, merengue... But it's so free with love. It's a very, like... You know what I'm saying? It's not like, like, when in the American world, you kind of got to, like tough all the time like yeah you gotta be macho and masculinity is very important in our culture but at the same time look at the way we dance and even our language you know, not, not just that but like some of the things that we do it's right. in the exactly. island like it's just different you know, yeah. even, even, yeah. even, even our language saying, you know? like our language I but think is one of four one of four languages of love like Spanish is such a great a exactly. great language to speak Maybe openly. Boy. I don't know too much Eight. about that. Yeah. Yeah. You can't I mean, tell Jamaican nothing. You can't yeah. tell Jamaican yeah. nothing. She's, she's a female, you know, and she can hang with the niggas like it's nothing. So right. it's just like, right. just the opposite of that. She knows herself well enough to know that she's a she's a beautiful queen. Oh, she, absolutely. She has great vibes and energy that that can that can show masculinity at any moment. I'm just the exact. But everybody knows I don't want to be no dude. Right, you know, and everybody knows I'm not trying to be a woman. You know, yeah. I'm just, I love she love. She lets us know that. I know, I'm not trying to be a man. I just know that. Hey. Louis, let's check that out. I am not. No way. No quiere ser hombre. I don't want a mustache. Right. And if you want proof, watch Secretos on YouTube. Secretos. Great plug. Right, right. Yeah. What's going on later? No, I don't smoke. Oh, that's right. Uh, I don't don't know. Know. I'll That's hit crap. the vape though if you can. I'll get that right there. Mm. Oh, um, He's like, I don't smoke, but I'll take this. I'll take the vape. Yeah, the, 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 the Lord. Give me that nick. Give me that nick. <laughs> so you're not afraid to be the little spoon or nothing like that? Who is? Oh, he prefers no. it. No. <laughs> He probably, he, probably, he probably tell you that, so he go no, home. Like, like, I'm, I'm afraid to be little spoon. He's a little spoon. But I wake up. But I wake up and I make sure she's taken care of, like a man's supposed to. But when I lay in that bed, I'm not, I'm not uncomfortable, I'm not vulnerable enough to be like, I'm gonna lay this way, and you gonna, you come over here. Yeah, come here. You cut me. You cut me. That should be comfortable. That should be comfortable. Facts. Especially, see, but my thing is, my girl, my girl is like she. She feel like I'm thick, but I feel like she thick as fuck. So it's like, just put that big ass leg over top. That's yeah, your real. Put that, yeah, yeah. Put that, put that pound of meat on me. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Yeah. I'm straight. That's cool. how she be. She be like in the little corner of the front right back. There. My big old booty and my thighs. And then she be like, this is my favorite place. <laughs> <laughs> to every guy out there watching this, you will sleep more comfortable being the little spoon with your woman. I promise you. Facts. You, facts. you just fact. sleep a whole. I'll be hugging her and like thirty minutes later, I'm like, I'm gonna turn around. Turn. Turn. She throw that arm <laughs> and that buck I, leg over. Uh, just, 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. done. Yeah, you know, sometimes ladies need a body pillow. No, they a body pillow at night. Yeah, they exactly. do. Yeah, because if like she turned around bad. the other way, she definitely has a pillow she hugged up on. Right. And I don't like that. Come hug me. Uh, come right. hug me. You know what I mean? Come put me to sleep. Right. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's when that's when you argue. She's just like, all right, I just got this pillow right here. Uh, no, no, no. We're not doing that. He said, nah. squeeze in between that pillow real quick. So, I know you've been asked this a lot, but like you all were saying for the Atusava fans, um, so how was your transition moving here? 
from Philly. Like moving, like bring yeah, in, like White Vegas. Bring in J. Chu's uh, PA to Las Vegas. I, I wasn't even J. Chu's PA till I got here. Um, so I did um I did a a street show in Times Square, New York, my first time. I've seen that with ja- your homeboy. Yeah, in January, and I blew up the same exact day on the way home. There was somebody from World Star Hip Hop, I guess, in the crowd in Times Square. So on the way back home, we we were already going viral on. Um, on World Star Hip Hop, yeah, and then somebody hit me up on Instagram that caught the video on um, on World Star, and I ended up flying to Barry University. It was like my first taste of like getting flown out, you know, five star hotel to perform at a major college. Uh, shout out to Barry University, Fort Lauderdale. I love it there. And right after that, I got hit up by a guy here to come work with his son as a choreographer. And anybody who comes from like Philadelphia or the East Coast hood that really wants to get out, if you get a weekend to leave. You're gonna, you gotta you're, do gonna, it. you're gonna leave, right, right, and right. I, I packed like I was never coming home. And the great reason why I did that because the moment that I got here, things didn't pan out the way it was supposed to. I ended up homeless immediately, or like bouncing around from person to person, home to home. But I packed my bags like I was never going home. So I yeah. figured I can go home as a failure, or I can fail here, and then learn how to succeed and learn new culture, create a whole new identity for the artist I want to be. And become something different rather than staying in the same mindset with the people that I grew up with. You can be whoever the fuck you want when you move to Vegas. You can change your name. Ain't no cap. When you you move to anywhere, really. If you move to anywhere, when you leave your city and you start over somewhere new, you can literally start from zero. You can be whoever you want to be. The moment I go to Alaska, I can be Tom in Texas. Whatever the hell I want. When I moved from Massachusetts, I was like, Right. Could be ain't, nobody gonna know me as, ain't, ain't nobody gonna Man. know me as Alejandro. Everybody's gonna know me as Joel. That's my that's my artist name. So Joel to everybody. Yo, Joel, Joel, Yo, Joel. So that way they could, everybody just already Look. adapt to that. Oh, that's Joel. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You know, and for a you know, and Dame for Alitas, or you can come over here to Texas, you can I get a piece of that fried chicken? It don't matter. Right. You could be whoever you want to be the next minute from now, better yet, the next year of your life from now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just think we got. I, I know I did, maybe we can all agree, like we get so caught up in people's opinions and perspectives of who we are at the moment or who we were that being something else and being scared of what people may react to when you become somebody different, that becomes a problem. I just have to not give a fuck because they're going to judge me regardless. No and not giving, not giving a fuck has enabled me to make the most money I've ever made in my life, mm-hmm. have the biggest outreach I've ever had in my life and do things I never thought I could do with my life. Yep. And it all came with me stopping giving a fuck about them and give more fuck about where I truly wanted to go as a human what you being. Want and what you want to do. Like, which, like, fuck, fuck what they think. Fuck, they're not going to help you. They're not, they'll say, some of them will say they'll help you and mm-hmm. this is like, you're just waiting and waiting. A lot waiting of people make a lot, a lot of promises. Especially in this bro, industry. Bro, bro, so many, so many people like, yo, I'm going to help you do this, I'm going to help you do that. Como que, lo que tu bloqueaste hoy, fucking lo de, um, de tu canción. Algo de, de que son fake. Somos son, este, son poco leal y mucho fake. Exacto. Uh-huh. Man, like uh-huh. I'm telling you, there's a lot of people promise this. Be, promise very that, few that are loyal. And, and you just gotta let that go. Is and just like I'm, a, I'm, I'm a, I'll talk to you later. Right. What are you gonna say? I'm, I'm a. Whatever you say is gonna come through one here out the other until you bring it back around. Yeah. But they'll say and, and, they and those action. same people and show some action. And those same people action, are going through things themselves and using you fact. as a way to mask okay. what they're going through because they don't want to. They don't want to <laughs> deal with their own problems. You can say <laughs> whatever the fuck you want about me. You're going through something just like I am. I'm just not afraid to go through the trenches and figure this shit oh, the yeah. fuck out. Yeah. You're using me as a scapegoat, so you ain't got to go through your own problems. And I learned that real quickly here. 
And it's not, this is not like a cultural place. There's a lot of cultures here in Vegas, but, but there's not, not like culture. a culture built around the staple oh, of the city. It. So, but we doing now, now we're I doing mean, it. We're trying. We're trying. No, we're doing it. 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 We got to understand that this shit takes time. It takes time. In the same way that probably 10, 15 years to really In the same way that New York and shit was doing that shit when Diddy and Biggie and all of them came up, that was over a 10 year span. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, we got to realize, all right, the late 2020 era is us. Right. So let's get when, this when, shit. When, when, right. we back, back, when we look back at this shit, we should have a big ass building, skyscraper type shit. We should be working for real. Like, yeah, this I, I, I will say shit this about y'all podcast. Like, as I'm here right now. To me, you're not a black guy, you're Dominican to me. Duh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what, what I like about this podcast is that when I came here, and, and Demir knows it too, like, there was not many Puerto Ricans vibing together or knowing what they're doing to get yeah, involved. Yeah. And then now you're seeing oh, yeah. that community of, like, Latino spirit here, I mean, of course, there's a lot of Mexicans here, you know, and there's a lot of Hispanics, but like Puerto Ricans and Cubans, where, where you, where, there's a lot of us in the East Coast, Miami, Cuba, you know, New York and Philly, you got, you got Bronx, you got Brooklyn, you got yeah. Spanish, like a motherfucker. Over here, it wasn't that abundant. So to see y'all doing this now at this rate, like, like he said, in 2030, this, this will be a staple for what Las Vegas represents. It's a springboard, man. Latino it's a springboard. Culture. So I, I respect you. Yeah, like our whole our whole cast besides Vari is Puerto Rican. Oh, yeah, he's Puerto Rican too. Yeah, he's Puerto Rican. He's Puerto Rican too. It's an honorable mention. But it didn't even. He hangs out with me enough. It didn't. It didn't. Puerto Rican by association. It just happened like that. With a Modelo in his hand, bro. You was that guy, bro. But I literally said that's one of the things that I said. I literally said I want to start a Facebook page, you know, and make it so all so all the Puerto Ricans in the city, all the Cubans in the city, all maybe like like twenty members, you know. Until it takes off, man. It's always like that. It'll it'll be like that. There'll be a few until it becomes popular. You gotta realize those nights that y'all do those like hostings yeah, and yeah, shit yeah. like that we don't get those artists not a lot of us know those people right. y'all know them already so now we just going to expand to those, those people and their fans you see they already got fans out here yeah they're already able to push so there's people yeah, yeah. no there's oh, definitely the people, they're the out people, there listen the people are there, but it's, it's like it's, it's like, so random it's, it's like, like a, it's like attention to detail it's, it's like why it's like it's like this it's like one of your friends gets a mustang and now all of a sudden you're you start noticing them all over the city. No, it's, a, it's like and that. And you're like, wait, what the fuck? How, why I never noticed there were so many Mustangs? Yeah. It's attention to detail. So once they're like, oh, there's a place that we can go, uh, like uh, a, a place that we can go hear something that relates to me or my culture or where I came from. Now I can be part of that as well. Now I can tune in. So it's it's just about building something solid for a community to. Like basically, yeah, it's changing you know, the perception. Go, That's go all it is. Yeah. It's changing the perception. Is once once you become aware of something, what she's saying, uh, all the white people watching here, mm -hmm. <laughs> and, um, she is talking about the RAS system. Like, if we buy a brand new Mustang, you start to randomly see Mustangs everywhere. You buy a new Dodge, you start to see the Dodges everywhere. You. You you get with the community of Puerto Ricans, you start to see a whole bunch of Puerto Ricans you never thought. We have a Puerto Rican festival every year, and people come in from out of town. But most of those people are locals, so you got to think, where the fuck are they now? Right, they're in the city, but they just don't have, like you said, they just don't have like a place the that's stable for them. Yeah. Exactly, and just like there's people like last night we were watching two documentaries on spores on mushrooms and stuff like that you know and psychedelics and how dmt and lsd and all that stuff and different actors that did it in different eras and you know all their experiences and their journeys and everything and it's just like one of those things like it's the same thing 
Come to find out, there's over a thousand species of mushrooms. And there's actually people who gather at, what is it, babe? It's like some kind of forest. Okay. It's like a forest festival. And, and they literally people just from all over the mushrooms. world go. And they just have all these psychedelic mushrooms. And, and they, it's just like they they're know. all they're already ready to, eat, like, ready to go. They, well, they test them. They look at them. They're like, oh, this is this type this of This is this type of mushroom. And like, there's people that are really, really knowledgeable. And they'll be like, this is this psilocybin that hits this part of your brain that does this to, that tickles your nipple. This one. Ooh, I need that. I need that. <laughs> the tickle the nipple? Like, what? This is the Let nipple. Let me get that one. This is the one. nipple tickle? The nipple tickle. Oh, yeah. 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 One you remember, you know, that's it. Involved, we're gonna remember. <laughs> 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 no, my point is that Absolutely. it's just like once you open, once a world or a door is like opened up to, to you and like your universe, then it's like the the possibilities are endless, yep. and that applies to anything, even something like a mushroom that grows out of the ground that you know helps you like elevate yourself as a person, you mm. know. So it's just one of those things, like once we actually staple this for like the market that we're trying to, you know advocate towards then it, they'll, they'll, we'll find them they'll be there it's cool yeah Right. Yeah, I, I'm just saying it's crazy how big, how big. Especially the, the Puerto Ricans, like we like to stick yeah. together for real. Y'all for real. We're like we don't even care. I might not even like you, but you Puerto Rican. Okay, we're okay, gonna sit together tonight. We're gonna, okay, cool. Yeah, we're gonna sit together. What's your number? All right, I'll see you tonight. Like no matter what. It's, it's, uh, I think building a culture around a concept or an idea that's agreeable, regardless of the skin color or race, is is is. Is doper to me than a culture revolved around skin color and race. Like, and what y'all doing is kind of like what I'm trying to do on Fremont. It's like, I don't give a fuck what race you are, white, black, short, fat, tall, whatever. I want my resonance and my culture to be accepted by all of you. Like, y'all guys can get involved regardless if you're a white person or a black person or doesn't matter the race. Y'all, y'all guys are y'all motherfuckers are Latino tonight. We're, We're gonna vibe tonight. Y'all yeah. guys are Latino. If y'all believe in the concept of free spirit, love, and being able to just be well connected and have fun and be and be family mm-hmm. up front. Not people. Not many people want to do that. But what y'all creating here, this shit's a family vibe. Like y'all bring y'all y'all, y'all bring the platanos right now. We having yeah, a good time. <laughs> y'all bring the platanos. We having a good I time. Ovar- right I Ovari empanadas. So you know, I know I gotta get on making him. Though. I know we're gonna have a taco night. We're supposed to have like a taco, but like we gotta have a taco like, night. Yeah. night or some shit that we, mm-hmm. we all. Uh, bringing in your own dish. He's like, when, 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 yeah. It's gonna be mine if I so. make it. Yeah. Oh, you gonna it make it from scratch? Nah, nah. It could be made from scratch. It could be from your favorite taco. Oh, you doing that too? Come on. Now. All right, let's go. Oh, casa de sabor. Casa de sabor is going down. Oh, I'm gonna fuck y'all up. I'm fucking y'all up. Gave it away. Gave it away. So you better pick another spot now because we're gonna know. I already know where I'm going. I know That's I'm how going. Said, they're actually really cool. I'm actually I have a performance with them. They they open in a shop by the airport, mm-hmm. and I'm actually gonna be performing for their grand opening. That's they cool. open the drive through, but they haven't opened the big main place yet. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the owner he's a nice guy. He's yeah, well, how do you start a whole new conversation after you brought up tacos, bro? Bro, it just flows. Uh, that's how you do it. just flows. That's how it is. That's how it is. You don't even know how you got there. You just along for the ride. Damn, like, you just along for the ride. I don't want to know is, like, you tell your shit. Tell a story. Yeah, how are we going to think about this? How are we getting from you telling your story to fucking tacos? 
Yeah, well, that's now why that's he was like, oh, tell me some questions. Let me know yeah. what I'm Because I'm like, honestly, we just kind of just roll with it. Yeah, see, we, I said, we just went from mushrooms. some basic questions. Like, the story, you know, like, tacos, music, like, everything, bro. Out, but other than that, everything. it's just all I told you, don't worry about it. I'm It'll just happen. in shock. Because, like, after you talk about tacos, where do you go? Where are we going to go now? Well, we're going to go back because I have yeah. another, I have a question uh, about something that you commented on. So, like you said, when you first got here, you know, you were bouncing around, basically living the real, like, struggling musician life. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there was times that, you know, you want, you miss your family, obviously mm-hmm. being out here alone and all that Man, stuff. That's, just, that, that's, just um, that's the worst. What is it that kept you going in those times where you felt like you were basically on the verge of breaking down and just going back home, but you were Before like, or after my kids? Because they came pretty quickly, <laughs> too, when I got here. No, yeah, I know. Oh, I so, know. If anyone knows, it's me. Yeah, so... So as soon as you got here, you fell up in something? No, a year, a year, a year, a year, like a year, year See, look at that. Yeah, but I, but it was the best decision I've ever made in my life. Oh yeah. I, I don't get to see my firstborn as much, and there's there, there's you know there's always there's you know things constant, things there's things happening. There's always things. But I I feel like to me what kept me going is that I've I've learned even with my own family, I've always heard oh once you have your kids it's all about your kids you know it's all about them now and I found that to be so fucking false. If it's, it's not about you false. as a parent, it'll never be about your kids. And two. For all the t- all the parents who hung up their jersey because of their kids, my kids keep yeah, me yeah. as a reason to keep my jersey on. Facts. Yeah, I just want my kids. No, I feel that. I want 100%. my kids to be independent thinkers, whether yep. they're with me personally or not. If they see plus something you, about you, you're setting the example. I have to. You're setting the example. You're showing them how to work hard, how to so chase your dreams, what, how to what, be what are they gonna think so. when when dad gives up? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They just because okay. they're here. Yeah, and that's you know what I'm saying. Okay. Like, my, my mom that, was heavy. an entrepreneur and shit like that when I was a kid. I remember this shit. She used to do clothes and shit like that. She went to New York a couple times. I got left behind. All right, I understand. As a kid, didn't really get it, but <laughs> me growing up now and doing this, I'm like, damn, we doing, we did, I'm doing the same shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't like that she gave it up, but I understand why she did, but... Now that I'm able to learn from those lessons from her, right? I'm able to keep pushing and doing the shit that I need to do. For right. You guys gotta realize too. It's also the time we're in. You know, back when our parents were growing up and stuff like that, um, like there wasn't as many opportunities because of the fact YouTube. that there wasn't. <laughs> right. There wasn't a TikTok. Wait, I, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't It wasn't even Facebook. You know, there wasn't all these other forms of revenue that you could do. People work from home, online jobs. They work from their computer, like at home. Every morning. Six years ago, you I couldn't you couldn't stream for three hours and make more than than a regular job. Yeah. But now you got those opportunities like at your fingertips. Oh yeah. My mom. Shout out to my mom. Don't kill me. I love my mom. My mom was an asshole. And I'm, for real, my mom. Puerto Rican mom. My mom was an asshole. My mom is an amazing mom. And like you said, in the beginning, growing up, you know, being physically abused or being told something or put in a situation with your family, you take it differently then. But then you grow up and then you realize that my mom and my dad, or my stepmom, who I consider my real father, they only could have taught me what they knew. Yeah. So I gotta, yeah, yeah. I, I gotta have some empathy in my heart that they're gonna, te- they only was able to teach me the knowledge that they had. There's so much knowledge at our fingertips, and I think it's too much to have that knowledge in our fingertips because you never know what knowledge is actually true or not. You think something is actually like what yeah. where you're at, so and only realize you've been doing something wrong. My goal with my music. And, and just me as a, as a, as a personality and vessel <laughs> is to create a lane to where my sons and other kids around my son's age to see 
uh, someone as, with an independent thought and not afraid of ridicule, not afraid to change the dynamic, not afraid to break the shackles and change of old thoughts and beliefs, and use that in a way that now separates, <laughs> helps build a different type of culture perspective, a different type of idea of how to live. Gary Vee's doing it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's so many other moguls and motivational speakers doing it. Why the fuck can't I? My mom right. couldn't do it for me, but that doesn't mean I can't do it for my kids. Yeah. Or do it for your mom. My mom took off the jersey for us, and I commend her for that, but because she took off the jersey for me, that enabled me to keep my jersey on for mine. Yep. And I, I value and honor her for that. So it's like when most people was like giving up or saying, it's all about the kids now, time to hang up the jersey. No, like my, I need my kids to see that I'm going to keep this jersey on to the yeah. day that they die. I need, they them, to die. I need them to hang my shit up in the rafters. You know what I'm saying? Retire my shit. Retire my shit. I want them to do yeah. that. You know what I mean? And and, 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 be, and be okay with failure. Yep. Like if they see their daddy failing and if he's failing, he's failing with class, they, they, they're going to fail with class. And I want them to fail, but I don't want them to give up because they saw their daddy give up. And I... Uh, it's weird enough, like, you know those old 1600 movies, my dad is King Arthur the Blind, he comes from, but I wanted that with my sons, like, if, if a teacher asks my kids whether I see my firstborn all the time or not, they ask them what his dad does, I want my son to still have his chest out like, and proud, yeah, proud. proud that his daddy does something that is shaping the, the world, so my job is to use my voice to do my little part in, in shaping the planet and using my culture as an influence, I love who I am, I love my culture, I'm happy. You know, just give me some tacos, some platanos, and, my, and a modelo, <laughs> and I'm ready to go, man. Yeah, that's dope. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's dope. That's dope. Yeah, you should name that. What part of Philly from? <clears throat> Poppy Town, uh, North Philadelphia. Born and raised on, on the, the playground. I spend most of my days. What? See what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> See what I'm saying? <laughs> but then, so when you first got out here, um, you know, doing the strip and stuff like that, um, or Fremont, like when did you start to find success in that? Like when were you like, oh, okay. I didn't find success until I came out of jail because I came out to Fremont with a whole different Your, your idea. mindset was different. Mm -hmm. Different. Yeah. Because when I went out there and I had my sons and like there was still a struggle there, like it was how much money can I make? And I think that's the biggest downfall in any, uh, in any entrepreneur is that if you're focused on the money and I, I went to a, to a venue That's where uh, Martin Lawrence, um, his girlfriend in the show, I forgot her name, but his, uh, oh, Gina? Gina, but I don't know her by her own name. Tisha Campbell said it to me in a, in, in, a, in a venue that we were at, and she and she said it years before this actually manifested. She was like, if money's what you're after, this is the wrong, this is the, like being a creator in this sense is wrong, it's for, the wrong you. Thing for you. And man. I didn't get it. But then looking at it in hindsight, when I, when I went to Fremont, 2015 and I started to like really learn how to do a show in the middle of 2016 I was crushing it money out for three or four hours Sometimes five I make about four or five hundred right and I, I'm okay with talking about my finances too Four or five hundred and now to me that was dope as long as I ain't got work for nobody right. But it was always about how much money can I make out there things happened in my life You know I had one of the biggest shows at the casino that I've ever had in my life and immediately the week afterwards a car crash <laughs> oh, You know an old case caught me I ended up in jail and like then Corona hit all in that same moment of time. So I came out in the midst of Corona, no job, no nothing, trying to figure out what the fuck I do. I had no connection with either one of the baby, my baby mothers or my kids. And it was just the, uh, okay, how do I learn how to be a better me and take responsibility for the things that I didn't? So I started to learn how to communicate, learn disc assessment, learn what an RAS system is with the whole Mustang and seeing other Mustangs. Like I, 
took the chance to learn all those things. Then I went back to Fremont again. And my, my goal when I came out of jail was how do I make $100,000 a year doing what I love versus this call center that I'm working at in September of 2020. And I, I fucking hate it. So I, said, okay. so I said, okay. I can't. I, got no money to, I got no money to stay home. But I know that I'm gifted at what I do. And I've done Fremont before. So fuck it. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to give it a try again with, with this new person that I became. So I walked out of my job, didn't say nothing to nobody, I bought a speaker from a homie, um, went to Fremont, and then that same day, taking a chance on myself, despite all opinions, I made more money in those 45 minutes of my show than I did in my entire month working at a call center. Mm. So easily in my mind, I'm never going back. Right. And I learned that be assertive about what my goal is, but be flexible on how I get there. I only told myself that I wanted to make $100,000 a year. I never said how I wanted it to be because right. it never come out how I expected. And I ain't never think that Fremont, as a street performer, that that was going to be the way. From October 2020 to October 2021, I broke my goal. And on paper, from everything I've deposited into the bank from the, from cash, I made $127,000 on paper. That's dope. Hell yeah. And it didn't come from me working four or five hours. I got no problem sending money. You know, I'm just not going to send money for bullshit and materialistic things. Facts. I'd rather just send you a receipt and ship that shit over. I'm smarter now. No, that's, yeah. that's what I but do. Like, mm-hmm. I'd be like, e- either that or send me the receipt. Send oh, you're going to get her this? I'll send you the send money. Me the receipt, I'll send you the receipt. I'll reimburse you. Yeah. So, like, right. it, you know, she knows my, yeah. my, 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 the mother of my firstborn situation. It's a little difficult there. Yeah, that's but how any I phone, imagine. Any phone call I get and say, this is what's needed, cool. I'm going to have the receipt, hell, but I'm going to make sure I ship this over. That conversation can happen whenever. But coming, going back into Fremont, yeah. it, I, it opened up so much opportunity. And the best part was not having to work four or five hours no more. I did four 45-minute shows from 1 o'clock in the morning to 1.45 in the morning, four times a week, doing something that I loved, not knowing what the outcome was going to be, just being flexible on just having fun. My TikTok blew up. I got a better social media following. Got bigger shows and motivational speaking engagements out of people that I met in the street, and I broke my six, six, you know, my six year, year goal, and I'm gonna do it again this year, yeah. and I'm gonna do even more this year because I learned that the power of the tongue is impeccable, and if you wanna Absolutely. call me cocky for saying that, like people are gonna call you cocky because they're not truly confident in themselves, because they know the person group. as confident as you gonna tell you that you're doing too much and you're right. believing yourself so much. So I'm gonna speak sure. my shit in front of all y'all. I'm gonna go out there and I'm gonna hustle tonight. And I'm going to make a bigger bag than I made yesterday because I got kids that I need to see this eventually and then say, my dad can do it from the street and literally get it out the mud. Why the fuck can't I? Why am I going to give up if my dad kept the jersey on? Then I want to put his number on my chest and I want to go out there and get it. I went to go see my son for his first t-ball game. Number five, so Rodriguez. Oh Beautiful. I love him. And, and that's not, this is my second boy son. His name is Journey. I don't know if this is what he's going to do with his life ultimately, but to see that number five and my son. I'm his so dad. Right. I'm his superior in a way. But to see that number five is like, yo, my, you know what? Your dad's jersey is number five. So when I hang it up, you can pick that T-ball jersey back up and put it back on even in your older years and be like, my dad did it at this age for himself. I'm not worried about my timeline. I don't give a fuck if I'm 30 and there's somebody 21 who got millions. As long as I can wake up in the morning and identify with my version of success, which is to wake up in the morning, do what the fuck I want with what I love. If I want to get up tomorrow and say I want to go to Columbia for a week, I don't got to answer to nobody. I can leave. And if and I believe in myself so much to know if I'm going to go out there in 45 minutes, I'm walking home with a bag. I believe in me. 
I don't know what the bag gonna look like, but I be believe in me well enough to know that I'm gonna go out there and give it my best shot. And if I can give that to not just my sons, but to anybody else that who watches me, step out your comfort zone. Put the best in yourself before you, you want, put the belief in yourself before you expect anybody else to believe in you. Because whether you think you can do it or think you can't do it, you're right either way. So stop focusing on the what if shit goes wrong and shit goes bad and all those negative thoughts in your mind are telling you you can't do it. Take a take a dip on the other side of what if it all works out better than you expected. Yeah, you never know, you never know who's gonna be there. You never know there could be someone in that crowd that could change your life forever. You never know. So if you don't take that chance, yeah. you'll never know. Like I said, so. I quit. I moved to Vegas randomly. One of the best risks I, I took. Facts. Best thing I ever did. Facts. I I and I uh, quit my my full time job that I was there for like eight years. Right before all the whole shit happened, is the best fucking day I did because all I've been doing just focus on music and shows and events. And, and, should be and this up. is literally how I fucking make my life. And I'd rather be, I'd rather be broke chasing my dreams than having, you know, than doing the shit that I fucking hate nine to five. Boy. Oh my god, yo, Steve Harvey said it, guys. Whoever's watching this on the Y'all Three Seven podcast, shout out to y'all. <laughs> Steve Harvey said it the best, man. Live your making, and eventually you make your living. And two, stop telling your big ideas to small-minded people. You say something to somebody, and then they got their opinion on what you should be doing. Like they's like they've already experienced it, but they're Boy. only gonna give you their opinion based on their own life their, experience. their experiences. Yeah, and their experience oh, ain't yours. So like, yeah. show them the end result. Don't, don't put give that them the on beginning. me. Don't put it on me. Don't put that on me. I did a, I did a casino in Aliante in 2020, and they gave me hella money as a local to do the show, right? And everybody that I worked with, the same people that I made money for, the moment I was behind bars, these people couldn't even send me money for a suit. And I respect them still. I got out of jail That's and still try to reconnect with them because, yo, look, I got a better mindset. Let's get back to the casinos, blah, blah, blah. No one helped me after that because I stopped making the money and I stopped listening to them. So when I was going to Fremont, for my first time, they gave me their opinion. Bro, you did the casinos, you did the new stations. How is it gonna look? People are gonna talk about you because it's like it's a step down. But look what it turned into. What? It's a step down. You did the casino, the new stations. You looked at it, this figure going to Fremont is gonna be like it's gonna be That's weird. Stupid. Come on. Now. Some dumb stuff. But this was their opinion based on their own life experience. I said, "Fuck y'all." I went out there anyway. I make more than anybody who was around me at that time, and I got a better influence with the community that I speak to than anybody who I was looking up to at that time. I respect what they did for me and what they gave me, but it taught me a lesson on valuing who the fuck I am and speaking with a sense of confidence because I got to believe in me before I expect you to. Facts. So I got to go out there and get it. Of course, absolutely. But you never did answer. What? The question. What was the question? What is it that kept you going? My son. Before your kids. Before your kids. Before my kids? Knowing that I got something special, I was an the, insecure, the scrawny, doubtful he kid. He was scrawny. But I, I, but I knew I had passion. I had passion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all you need. I had passion. I was always a passionate Oscar kid. Too. And like it, I, I just, I couldn't do it. I couldn't see myself going back home to Philadelphia, being a failure. I'd rather just fail here until I get it right. Oh yeah, you just yeah. said that. Okay. So that was my, and then after my kids, it was like when people, you know, take their jersey like, off. I it I kept my is, jersey is it really failure if you learn from it? No, it's a stepping stone to success. Yeah, but you don't know that until it's you part know of the that. Journey. It's, it's a lesson. 
Yeah. As long as you don't, as, yeah, yeah. as long as you don't view it as a failure, you're already winning. It's gonna, it's not, yeah, gonna take, it's not gonna take a week or a month. It's gonna take so years. It's gonna take. It's time. always. That's why. It's it's gonna, when are you not eating? I've been here. Right I've, been, I've been here for right seven. Now. I'm eating right now. It's <laughs> now like everything coming together. I've been here for seven. It's now everything coming together and shit like that. You know. It's, no facts. When, when when you know living in Vegas. And, and your time, and, and your time is gonna be different than somebody yeah, else's. Everybody, everybody's journey is different. So I like a good. Advice that I'm sure we can all give, especially to upcoming artists, is don't compare yourself to other people. Facts. And you I like that he mentioned like, it. Oh he mentioned God, your timeline is not somebody else's. We get trapped in the comparison to that. Like, we got to be somewhere because someone else was there before us or at this time. And that's such a fucking, that's a big disconnection. It's corny. It's, it's, it's a weak nigga mindset to me. Like, if you can't look in the mirror and have some self-appreciation for where you are right now, despite yeah. your experiences, these people don't experience what you experience. So why are you walking in their footsteps when you should be developing your own? Mm -hmm. And I, I, was that per I was that person, so I could speak about it. Now I'm at a place where, like, any step I take, I take with conviction. I don't care what it looks like. I know that at the end of the day, I can get up in the morning and not answer to a soul mm -hmm. and do what the fuck I want. If my sons can see that in some way, shape, or form... I've done my due diligence, and I just want to bring the right energy around me by separating all this shit and opinions from the people that I, I can't trust. Well, you got to think, it's the type of world that we live in, naturally, you know? Naturally, is the type of uh, world that we live in where um, everything's kind of like taboo. Mm -hmm. You know, you do this, so it's taboo, and now you have to be so damn politically correct about everything. So it's just like, if you can, like, stay true to yourself... And not worry about other people, you know. And that's basically where it's at. Because even like the culture that we're in, you know, we're always worried about oh, who knocked up who, or you know, ASAP Rock is having a baby. Uh, always in somebody else's business. Like, what happened? Baby, bad bunnies kissing niggas on stage. It don't. That's his problem. That's his prerogative. My point is that worry about you and what you're doing, yeah. and you'll succeed. You know, watching someone else and trying to imitate or emulate somebody else's shit ain't never gonna get you. Sometimes, it's only gonna get you so far. Sometimes we give up right at the corner, not even realizing that if we look to the left, everything we ever wanted was right there. Right we there. give up right at that line. Some people do. And some people <laughs> do. And, like, they were so close. I don't give a fuck if I never get there. At least I'm playing the game and I'm, I'm enjoying my race. Yeah. It's a marathon. Yeah. And she said it the best. I'm just enjoying my race by myself with all the exactly. parts of me that made me who race. I am. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it don't matter, yeah. bro. If it takes me another 10 years to make it, at least I got there. The, the, the goal is to get there, right. not get there before somebody else. Yes. Yeah. Right, exactly. Like Amen to that. Amen to that. So, any new music you've dropped recently? Yeah, I've been <laughs> dropping that yeah, yeah. shit. He was I'm, doing, he was doing like a, a record a week every Tuesday for a little bit. I don't know what happened to that. No, I stopped to take care of family at home. There's, a, there's, I feel like there's a season for creation. There's, there's a season for self-reflection. I, I don't know if y'all guys are into astrology, but we're in like retrograde right now, and it started on my birthday. And a lot What's of birthday? September 9th. Retrograde is in Libra. All, all Virgos. <laughs> it started on September 9th. Thank you, thank you. Retrograde is in Libra. But like, I'm 30. I'm, I'm 30 as of September 9th, and like, it bothered me even being yeah. yeah. be 30. Hey, chill yeah. out. Hey, chill out. Chill out. And I still lay down this young dick. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> But like you know, my birthday came. Careful, and, you don't want another one. On right, Ret but retro <laughs> retrograde spiked, and like we're, I'm in this place where like I just want to self reflect first and really see where I'm going, and not just putting out records, but put out records that I know are dope, but putting out records that'll stand the test of time. 
So I'm, I'm using this reflection to write material that I know will last versus those, those, those trendy songs in the moment yeah. because they don't last long. And I'm not the type of person that, that wants to be but a trendy Speaking person. of the music, what, what inspires you? Like when you go people, make a record? People. People. I, I'm, not, I'm not influenced really by artists. I'm influenced by experiences and people. They teach me a lot. He's like, this chick, she's never saying, come on, mommy. Get in the studio with me. 100%. This girl is her first time singing right here, and then he's like. <laughs> I want to be that person for everybody. I want to be the safe space that people can come to and say, yo, I want to, I want to, you know, take a dabble in what I've always wanted around someone like him. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I'm not here to judge. I'm not here to give you an opinion that's not going to serve you because I know what that feels like. I want to be the engineer that I never had. And technically, I am now. You know, but what inspires yeah, me no, is people. He's engineering his own stuff now, which is really that's dope. Cool. Yeah, it so saves you, a lot of so time you, and you money. Pro- you produce a track with uh, with y'all two together? Yeah. Yeah, uh, we have a song out. We have a song that he actually was talking about a yeah. minute ago. Yeah. Bacardi Limon. Yeah, Bacardi Limon. Yeah, Bacardi Limon. Y'all can go stream it on all platforms. That shit is fire. Oh, it's a fire record. Go that stream it. Oh, yeah. It's such can a good song. Say, yeah, look it up. Play yeah. that thing. It's such a good song. No cap. It really is. It's a dope record. Yeah, we're supposed to be doing a music video. Right my neck, my. Oh, I got a line today, and like I haven't been aligned. Let me see. I got you weeks. right now. Uh uh-uh. uh. It's the boy Jay Two D A. With the vocals of the Major. With the vocals of the Major. Uh uh. I'm good. Just throw up. Can I? Can I get one of those? Uh, a little hit on that. Uh, yeah. I thought you were going to be with us. This song is a perfect example of like what inspiration. Yeah. Cause like I heard it and the only person I can hear is her and her experience. Yo, come over to the house. And this came out. This ain't making me feel like I can sing. In the shower, nah, in the car, bro. I be bumping that shit in the car on the way home or, or to work. Ever since I heard it, literally, I listen to it every day. I'm like, it's it's uh, it's, 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 it's like commercially pop delicious. No, it's commercially like, popular. I like that. It is. I like that. Look, it's on. It's on there. Literally on. It's, oh, 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 right there. Yes. It's right there. Yes. It's, 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 so it's, 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 like, it's like the seven, seven songs that comes on when I put, when I put it on the car. Like, Hold on. And I don't even have to play this because it comes on automatically because I have the music. <laughs> Shit sounds good in my truck. Yo, shout out to the stream, man. See, bringing Spanish culture into the, the it, pop world, perfect. it works, bro. It works. Especially because the way that she does it, too. Oh, she's a beast, bro. Two shots of Bacardi, baby, with limon. And I'll be ready to give you my corazón. Yo, I kept, I called her and kept telling her how dope this verse was. <laughs> I would call her every day to tell her how dope this verse was. He really, he really was. I promise I'm worth your time. You drive me crazy. I'm planning to carry you to the later. Remember, there's no wasting time. I don't think that was for my girl. <laughs> 
Yeah. That's my favorite part. So you gonna hit that vocal? So baby, take my hand. It's a good, it's a good vibe. It's a good vibe. We totally don't do shrooms, guys. <laughs> Can't have big ass juggle horns, dude. What? Dope bracket. Dope bracket. That's what it's crazy. That's good shit. All right, guys. So we got about six minutes left on the podcast. So definitely tell everybody where they can find your music, you know, Let's all your streaming know. platforms, your website, whatever your, it is. Your Instagram, you TikTok, yeah, Spotify, all, right. all that. JTP, everything, right? So guys, um, this is Don Pedro con Carne. Um, here, let you guys know. <laughs> hey, Don. Don Pedro con Carne. Oh, con Carne. <laughs> Yo, so um, you can find me at JTruthPA on all platforms. Uh, I would love if you guys either follow my TikTok or come check me out on my live stream on Meet Me. Come uh, to Fremont. Or come to Fremont once, one, uh, four times a week. Toss like, some dollars. Toss some dollars. Bring your stripper money. You're going to be mad. Don't go gamble. Dollars, gamble on me. I got you. <laughs> JTruthPA all That's over the place. It's a guaranteed win, and I'm not afraid to bring you out of your comfort zone. Y'all see it all over my TikTok. I want to make people feel comfortable with being themselves, whether they're insecure with their body, insecure with their mind, or insecure with their spirit. I want to show people what it's like to take that moment right now, in the now, to say fuck all that and learn how to be happy with who they are regardless of the mistakes that we had in the past. So go follow me at JTruthPA on any single platform you choose to. And like my boy always says, estamos juntos. Like I always say, stay wavy, baby. And I can't wait to check y'all guys out. Wait, wait. Keep it groovy like a what? Keep it groovy like a smoothie, baby. Stay wavy. Let's go. Let's go. So that was our episode, guys, for this week. Ya tu sabes. You already know. Shout out to JTruthPA for coming by and sharing his journey and his wisdom with us. I'm sure we'll have him back because... He has a lot to say. I know. So, no, we definitely got to have you back. Yeah, but we'll but I'm letting you guys know right now, if y'all hear, like, watch this episode before the other episode comes out, if there's no motherfucking tacos in here next time, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 I, go, yeah. I won't be He's here. He's holding us to it. He's holding us to it. Y'all said tacos in my hard drive. Got it. Everybody. Everybody going to be here for tacos. Everybody we told. Everybody's like, wait, hold on, tacos. Tacos. <laughs> We've been talking about tacos, tacos the last two episodes. <laughs> For real, I be in, uh, thinking about those tacos in my fucking dreams. A taco and a dos equis, and I'm happy. Oh yeah. Let's a get taco it. and a modelo. I'm happy. A uh, taco and some tequila. You know, yeah, or some Bacardi Limon. Or some Bacardi Limon. Yo, go stream that yeah, record. Major, go stream the record. It's a fucking vibe, and it's literally what we were talking about about bringing the Spanish element into like this English pop dynamic culture and just making it feel good for everybody to listen to. So come check us out. Ya tu sabes. Ya tu sabes. We got Willy. Why you Willow? And why you Willow? And Tom Pedro con carne. Con carne. Con carne. carne. Con 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 carne.